Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. Shalom. This is your host, Sister Donna Deckard, and this is the House of Ephraim, Radio of Hope, Blog Talk Radio. And today is, oh gee, it's not Tuesday. <laughs> Today's Friday, July the 21st, 2023. And you know what? It's quarterly weekend. We're sitting here in the garage, and I have Prophet Mark here and several of the other guys, and we are going to have an awesome blog. But first, a word from our announcer. And now, from Cradle of Hope, are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope, is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Welcome back. This is your host, Sister Donna Deckard. I have a few announcements. As I said, this is quarterly weekend. We're going to be in the corn patch there in Fairfield, Illinois. And if you need to come expecting God to to do something for you, if you come expecting a miracle, you come pulling on that anointing, expecting something. Our services are Friday night, 7 p.m., Saturday, 10 a.m., 12 and 5 p.m., and then Sunday morning, we have a service at 10 a.m. Registration is $25, $10 for children 11 to 6, 5 and under are free, and the online is $30. Check out our website, www.jewishprofit.com, and we have a Sabbath fellowship on YouTube that's available on Fridays with Prophet Mark Reinbold, and of course, because we have quarterly that won't happen this week. We also have Wednesday evening on that YouTube channel. We have Blog Talk Radio five days a week with the late Prophet Deckard and myself and Prophet Gary and Prophet Greg Burpee on the other channel on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. All of us are teaching Prophet Deckard's materials if you're interested. Email us at cradle at jewishprophet.com. And I'm going to turn this over to Prophet Mark Reinbold. And thank you very much, Prophet. All right. Thank you so much, Sister Donna. Welcome, everybody. And we're getting ready for our 
quarterly coming up here starting tonight at 7 p.m. Is that correct? 7 p.m. tonight, and that's central time. Hoping that uh, maybe um, if you're not already registered, maybe you can make the meetings. And tomorrow we're going to be live uh, at uh, Fairfield, Illinois, at the uh, down the corn patch, as we lovingly call it. And you can be there. We start at 7 o'clock. We have also another service. I'm sorry, 7 o'clock. We have a service starting at 10 a.m. in the morning and then also at 12 noon. And we also have a service at 5 p.m. tomorrow night. And on Sunday, and of course, all those are going to actually be broadcast live over the Internet. You can uh, get registered for that. It costs $30 to get online with us. And you can see all those uh, services live. Also, um, we will have a service on 10 a.m. on Sunday morning, and that service will not be online live. It's going to be a closed-door service only uh, for those people. I know there's going to be a lot of things spoken in that service, which uh, you know may or may not be able to be Internet-worthy, so we want to be able to protect everybody, and we have a great, great um, quarterly plan for everyone. You know, and God wants you here. God wants you, right? in the middle of his word. And folks, where are you going to go? Are you going to go down to the Baptist church and get this stuff? I'll guarantee you the stuff that's going to get ministered, the anointing that's going to be there, you're not going to find down at your local first church of the righteous. The church is not going to save you. The word of God's going to save you. And that's what we're about. We're about teaching you the word of God. Because it, I don't know if you looked around there, but the, the the things are starting to close in around here in the country. The the Democrats are fighting with the Republicans, and the and uh, we got all kinds of factions and and racial this and racial that, and and uh, you know everybody's wanting to to throw mud, and nobody's really telling the truth, and things are being hidden, and and people are lying and sowing discord, and and uh, oh, and by the way, it's not getting any better. Okay, it's not. And where's this all going to end up? It's all going to end up burning the whole thing down because that's part of God's plan. The end, folks. This country is going to. There's an end to this country here, this United States of America. And what are you going to do about it? You know, I'm a patriot. I'd, I'd go to. I'd fight for this country. <clears throat> but let me tell you what. There's a time and a place where God says, "Yay, we're going forward." We're going forward with what God is going to do, and God is bringing back the ten lost tribes of Israel. He's going to bring them all the way back, all the way to our, the land of our forefathers, and we will join our stick with the stick of Judah, and we will become one stick, one stick, folks, in, the, in, the, in Israel. Right there. What are you going to do about that? You know, and the thing about it is, is uh, God's got the plan. You know, I wish I had, oh, yeah, by this date, this is going to happen, and by this date, this is going to happen. That'd be too easy. Now, come on. You know what? God wants you to have a little bit of faith. God wants you to believe in him. Because, you know, without believing in him, what are you going to do? What, are you going to believe in this world? Oh, yeah, the world's 
They're going to protect us. And if somebody comes and uh, crashes down the door and steals everything, I'll just call 911 and the police will come and save me. Well, let me tell you what. Them days are about ready to come to an end. Oh, yeah, and if something really bad happens, I'll just get a lawyer and we'll just sue. Let me tell you what. What happens when there's no police? What happens when there's no lawyers? What happens when the government is against you worshiping God? We're coming to that. We're coming to that, and you know it, it's it's we're getting we're getting closer and closer, and and, and just the the, the very uh, prophecies that the late prophet Decker had prophesied are starting to come to pass more and more. And the thing about it is, folks, is like I said before, the church ain't gonna save you. It ain't gonna be well. I'm part of the first church of the righteous. There ain't gonna be well. My pastor just happens to be a prophet, and it ain't going to be, well, I'm a prophet. It ain't going to be that. What it's going to be is you operating the Word of God in your life every day. <clears throat> Can you go through the going throughs? Can you produce good fruit? Here we are on the fruit again. Then it somehow it always comes back to producing good fruit. Oh, my God. It's like we need to go back and restudy that that theory, don't we? Oh, but prophet, we already know all that. <laughs> no, you don't. You're just starting to learn. We'll be studying that till whenever. And the thing about it is, is we have to get ourselves in line with the Word of God. We have to get ourselves to the point where we can hear God's voice in our lives and not some familiar spirit and not anything your your brain makes up to get to that point. We have to get to the point where the anointing that God has given you in your life is going to manifest itself because of the righteousness that God has given us. <clears throat> God's going to do amazing things, folks. And the key, folks, is for you to be to be set up on the right side of the street at the right time with the Word of God in hand, being able to produce the fruit, being able to, to have the faith, being able to, to, to literally make yourself do what needs to be done. You know, I, I feel like I need a... Uh, this is kind of a dangerous position for me here Friday because I'm about ready to preach tomorrow. I feel like I'm about ready to preach my sermon here. <laughs> but you know what? God's got a plan. And 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 it's not a matter of of uh of saying, "Woe is me." You know, I've I've done made all the wrong decisions and and I'm just not it's just not working for me, prophet Mark. No, no. God has God's mercy endures forever. You know, every day I say that. Thank you, Lord, for thy mercy, for thy mercy endures forever. Of all the crazy, kooky things that I do wrong, <clears throat> trying to get me to get my piece of flesh uh, moving in the right direction every day, time job, and I got nine kids, and, and I got a job, and a couple jobs, and I got a ministry. <clears throat> <laughs> all that going on and, and more. 
But you know what? God's got a plan, and his plan is for you to make it. His plan is for you to be able to be on that right side of the street, being able to produce the fruit. But you know what? You ain't going to get there if you're not taught, and the church isn't going to teach you. The church is more interested in teaching you the three hymns and the three hers, and we got to say this particular creed at this time, and, and we we can't sing out of this hymn, though. We have to sing out of that hymn, though, and, and you have to sprinkle on this side of the street and, and dunk on that side of the street. And, 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 and Folks, we got to get away from that. What does God want you to do? God has, you know, you go to work every day, you go to school every day, you go to the places, the stores, you got your neighbors. You know, what's going on in your life? What is God asking you to do? You know what? We You need to learn how to pray. God is hearing. You know what? Once we get ourselves in line with him, we need to pray for our neighbors. We need to pray for our family members because when we do, God hears those prayers, and God is going to do miracles with those prayers, and they're going to happen. Absolutely, they're going to happen. God is bringing the anointing to the face of this earth like you've never seen it before. You know, there's going to be a day when when even the kids are going to be out there. They're going to lay hands on the dead and see them be raised. The very kids. How do you think that's going to happen? That's not going to happen because they they ended up uh, uh, getting ruined by uh, drugs and, and and being brainwashed by things that aren't true. <clears throat> no, they're going to be taught the word of God. They're going to say, "Hey, this works," and it, it worked because I saw it work. And I just think about when 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 David David was a shepherd before he was king. He was a shepherd in 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 the, the sheepyard, and and you know he was the youngest of all his brothers and. And, of course, you know, well, the youngest, they get to do all the dirty work. Of course, just send him out to mind the sheep while we just do whatever we want. And uh, But, you know, he was out there, and he liked them sheep, and, and uh, he did. He liked them sheep. And, 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 and you know, the, 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 the coyotes came by trying to eat his sheep. Have you ever had a coyote come by and try to eat some of your sheep? You know, that kind of made a man. says, we're going to do something about that. We're going to get that coyote. And he did. And the bear came, and the lion came, and I could just imagine um, David probably you know he's probably just a little ruddy old kid, but yet he found a way. He had the courage because he believed God. He believed what he was taught about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He believed, and it made a difference in his life. And he went out there, and he says. You know what? I can do this. Ain't no bear gonna take none of my sheep. We're not. I'm not afraid of you, bear. I'm not afraid of you, lion. Come on, bring it on. Bear, watch out! I'm gonna get you. And he did. And he practiced. He practiced believing. He practiced. Uh, he didn't complain about all his brothers. And he didn't complain about having to do the work. He didn't complain. He had a good attitude, and he believed God. And then one day he's going, and he's finding all his brothers and everybody's out there at the camp. They're fighting the Philistines, and he's going, what's going on here? 
It's only a giant. We have the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob on our side. Boys, come on, get out there. <laughs> what they all say? We're afraid. He might kill us. <laughs> yeah, he might. But David believed. He didn't even think about it. He's like, they couldn't even get regular armor on him. He was so small. And, and they tried to get him. So forget the sword. Just let me do my thing. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get him. <clears throat> just like I did with the bear. Just like I did with the lion. He believed. He believed God. That God was going to save him. Stood for righteousness. And when you stand for righteousness, it makes all the difference in the world. When you're on the right side of the tracks at the right corner, God's going to do miracles. Your prayers are going to be answered. God's going to make sure not a hair of your head gets touched. And he took one shot with that sling and boom, bada boom, there goes the giant. And, and uh, I could imagine he tried to cut his head off with this sword there, probably pretty heavy sword. And but let me tell you what, you took that giant all the way, all of a sudden everybody's, oh, my God. But how did David do that? You think only David could do that? No, he was the, he was the little squirty kid, the little redhead guy that, uh, you know, probably just running around doing whatever. He wasn't, folks, you can do it. God has given you the things to do. You may have said, hey. So many times. Hey, I just didn't work out for me. I don't know why. I know I got to change, and it's so hard for me to change. Hey, I got to admit to myself that I was wrong about a few things. You know what? I started trying to change, and I failed again. But get up and Get yourself back up on that horse because, by golly, you're going you're gonna to make it. And let me tell you what. God has an amazing plan for you. God has an anointing in your life that's going to change this world. And the devil's trying to lie to you, telling you you're nothing, and he's lying to you. Don't let the devil lie to you, folks. He's lying. We stand righteous. We're going to take one shot and, and kill the giant. Because we believe. See, you you have to get to the point where you learn how to believe. Faith doesn't just happen. Faith is 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 developed over time. It's developed. And we need that every day you need to get into the work hang around with you hang around with the wrong people you're going to start doing what them wrong people are going to be doing you hang around with the right people you're going to be you know what and as the old prophet used to say you just do what you want to do just do what you want to do and uh because you know what whatever is in your heart that's what you're going to do or whatever you let yourself go you begin to believe god and all of a sudden you'll start doing different things You'll start doing it because that's the way God operates. He will give you the faith. He will give you the things. He will He will give you the circumstances to build that faith. He will get to the point where 
you know, when the devil comes to you and says, you know, you're no good, you can't do it. No, you'll say, the devil, get behind me. That ain't true. No, God's got big plans for me. And I'm going to get them done. It's the last thing I do. I'm going to get them done. And that's what I'm going to believe. And that's what you have to believe too. You know, you say, well, how could it be? We're just not that many people. And, oh, woe is me. Stop with the woe is me. <clears throat> you have everything. You know, it's kind of funny. I remember when the old prophet, he used to say, you know, we've been taught so long that we've we now believe that we're in the back of the bus. But the reality of it is, is we're in the front of the bus. But we've been lied to. You control your destiny. You are in the front of the bus. You have access to the steering wheel. You have access to the gas pedal. You have access to the turn lanes. You have access to everything. You are not in the back of the bus. When you're with God, you are not in the back of the bus. When you start getting things right, you are not in the back of the bus. You're in the front of the bus. And absolutely, God is going to guide and direct you. And when when you start to see this become manifest, and, 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 you know, once you get going through the testing, you know, God says he's going to test you. Has anybody been through a few tests lately? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's another thing God says he's going to do in Deuteronomy 28, 29, and all that. Not only is he going to test you, but are you getting? Are you sitting down? Are you ready for this? Humble you. Yeah, you think you're some big shot? Yeah, he's going to humble you. Yeah, yeah, all right. Hey, I got the anointing. Look at me. <clears throat> he's going to humble you. Because it's God, folks. Glory be to him, right? Glory be to him. There's no way you're going to be able to produce the right fruit without God in your life. There's no way. In order to, you go back and, and, and read John and, and, and about the fruit, the fruit of the Spirit and, and how that's all manifest. We cannot produce the fruit without God in our lives can't produce good fruit without God. See, we have to get ourselves grafted in. We have to get ourselves plugged in to the to the everlasting vine. And how are we going to do that? We get to do it every day. Every day. Dear Lord, forgive me. Dear Lord, help me. Thank you for thy mercy. Please help this person. Please help that person. Please, you know, <clears throat> we're believing uh, for miracles in this. And we, we thank you, Father, for all these uh, miracles that you're doing in, in the lives. You know, there's, there's a lot of big-time miracles I'm believing for. Let me tell you what, I, I'm going to see them too. I'm going to see them because, because you know why? Because I'm going to believe God. Why not? God has a way of, of bringing you forth and letting you be tested and letting you learn what it is to have great faith and the things that he's doing in your life. Well, you know what? I've done preached for a while, and uh, I got my three brothers here, and we're going to let them talk a little bit about what's going on in their lives and maybe encourage you a little bit. So we're going to start out here today. We got uh, um, uh, Philip Stoltz. Philip Stoltz, say hi and tell them who you are. 
Hello, my name is uh, Cole Stoltz, and I'm excited to be here at the garage, the garage, uh, with, with Prophet Mark and and uh, my brothers and my sister. Um, and I'm excited to be here to be ready for the quarterly. We are we are expecting big things at this quarterly. Uh, things have, you know, from last quarterly was awesome, but I'm telling you, the things that God's been doing in between times this quarterly. You don't want to miss it. It's 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 going to change your life, and you need to be here because yeah, you can you can listen over the stream, and you can make all the excuses that you know you can't afford and you can't do this. But uh, there's something about physically being here because what you're going to find out when you're here that you're not going to find out watching it over the stream is you're going to find out you're part of the family, and that family you're going to be able to rely on. And maybe not at the beginning, but as you grow with that family and you become trustworthy and you start to trust others in that family, guess what happens? There's unity. You know, I have a family. I have a wife and I have three sons. And I went through the going throughs like any other family. There's been times when we didn't have unity in our family and everybody was was trying to figure out their place. Everybody had their own ideas to go do their own selfish stuff. But man, when you can get a family, and I know for my my case, I have three boys, and they're coming together, and I'm so proud of them because they're starting to realize that they need family. And when you do your when you do your first ministry, which is your family, and you get that unity going, and you get to where you can make it work with your family, then you can start to, God will start to let you work outside of your blood family. And that's what we're talking about with this quarterly. Come be with your brothers and sisters. Come be unified with us together. Come and bring faith so the miracles can happen. Come and bring your prayers in between quarterlies and pray for, pray for Mark, Prophet Mark and, and Sister Donna. Pray for, for everybody that the anointing will be there. Pray that they will have safe travels and for their finances to get there and back. See, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to step out in faith. How much faith does it take to send in thirty dollars and watch a stream? It takes a lot more faith to get in a vehicle. And God knows when you get in that vehicle, you might not have that diamond in your pocket. Guess what? God will make a way. God will make a way. But see, we've got to trust Him. When you don't trust the God in heaven, then you won't walk out on faith. And you sure won't have a family that, that has, is in unity because you can't even believe for your family. So the first thing you do, you trust the Lord thy God. That's what David did. He trusted the Lord more and he trusted his brothers at him and said, oh, you can't you can't kill Goliath. But he trusted the Lord. And for that, he unified his family. They followed him after that. Not because he was great, but because he trusted God. That's all we're doing. Come and see how we trust God. See how we put God in, in a position where we demand the miracles. We demand that God bring the anointing. 
We don't just go there and go, well, I hope God will make it. No, we're, we're, we're taking him out of the box. We're allowing, we're allowing lives to be changed, and we're allowing a, a family to be unified. And uh, so I'm very excited to be at this quarterly. I'm, I'm excited to be part of it, and uh, I'm excited also to be here at the garage. So thank you for uh, giving me the time to, to express that. So Thank you so much, as Philip Stoltz, and, and uh, certainly he's been involved with uh, the ministry for a long while, and, and uh, still even today he's got all his boys over there helping getting ready and everything. So <clears throat> a lot on his plate. And uh, absolutely, you know, um, uh, you know that's what God is doing. God is unifying. God is bringing us together. You know, there for a while it almost looks like it wasn't going to happen, but here we are. God's going to unify, you know. And how is God going to unify? Is he going to say, well, we're all going to unify around the Catholic Church? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, we're all gonna we're all gonna uh, unify around some prophet, or we're gonna all unify over over this church down in this particular because they've got ten thousand people to go to it already. We can start to unify there. No, that that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work, and that's not gonna work. How's God gonna get it unified? He's gonna get it unified when we get things right in our hearts. When we start doing it right. When we start actually being Christians, when we start actually being disciples of Christ, when we start actually keeping the covenant that was passed down through the generations, the generations that was hidden from us that we now know about again. And, of course, we have the testimony of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, who finally has unlocked the doors to allow us to get back to heaven with our Father. Praise be to his name. But God is bringing us back. That's what that's what this whole mission is about. He's bringing us back. And how is he going to do that? He's going to do it through you. This isn't about like getting in some line and getting hands laid on you. This is about you stepping out and performing, doing what you believe. And that's what's going on. And God is going to unify around the truth of God's word. It's not going to be some religion or something. It's going to be the truth of God's word. And so that's what God is doing, and he's going to bring it all the way back to Israel herself, all the way back to Brother Judah. Can you imagine Brother Judah getting a hold of some of this stuff? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. God's going to get that done, too. Absolutely, God's going to get that done. Well, we got another brother here. We're going to... Um, we're going to let talk here. we got Mr. Kevin Thompson. He's been here for a while. Kevin, tell him who you are and what's going on. Thanks. As always, it's uh, an honor to be here and be in the garage and be part of this ministry. Um, my name's Kevin Thompson. Uh, yeah, I've been in this for a little while. And uh, I want to just share with, uh, with some of y'all that you know what I, what I'm experiencing some of the things that I've I've been God's been dealing with me on and uh you know early on we get we get taught all these teachings in this ministry and we start to apply it and we we figure out some of us have figured out that uh it's not just knowing it it's not just 
you know, have a head knowledge of it, but it's actually putting it into our lives and uh, applying it, you know, living it every day. And uh, whether it be the prayer life, whether it be the fruit and uh, all the festivals and the Shabbat, new moon, everything else, and, and applying all these things in our lives. But uh, there, there's, 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 there's opportunities in this world where uh, life's going to happen. What I, what I call it is uh, life's going to bring you a tailspin. And I, I've experienced some of those where I uh, find myself in, 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 uh, in a temptation, in a, in a, in a time, and an experience in your life. The best way I explain it is it feels like you're in a blender or in a, in a whirlwind. When it's all settled, dust is settled and you look around, for me personally, there was areas I, I held on to real tight and I grew in. And I, God used that tailspin to, to move me forward and in some areas of, of faith and, and strengthen me. Then as I look around, I realize that, you know, I, I, I let go of a few things. And, man, there's, there's some of the things I did on a regular basis and uh, studying and different things that just ain't where it was. And I find myself almost, you know, feeling like you've gone backwards, feeling like you're, you failed, feeling like you, you, you've dropped the ball. And, man, you know, darkness loves to play in my head and your head, I'm sure, the thing when, you, when you're in those moments. And uh, you try to get the condemnation to come in. But, uh, you know, not too long ago, I was working in my garage on a, uh, one particular sign as I'm, you know, battling in this battle of mine. Growing weary and well-doing, trying to pick up the pieces and trying to put it all back together. And, some, you know, some days it felt like it still feels like it's uh, harder than it was the first time to, to implement it back into my life. And I, I happened to look at a sign that had... The words of of a prophet Deckard on it said, nothing happens by accident. And I just couldn't let go of that. I I sat there and tried to ponder that. Those are powerful words if you sit back and really think about it. Well, how how could that be? How is this not an accident? But folks, nothing happens by accident. God's able to use all things. I mean, look, he used a a (laughs) jackass and a rooster. He Folks, he, he's going to use every situation that comes into your life. Those are opportunities. It's no different than what Sister Donna is teaching on, on uh, purpose of temptation right now. And you got to look at it like that. There, it's an opportunity. And, uh, you know, get into that battle in your mind, because uh, that's where it's at, that war for your mind, and, and, and fight back. Understand that you're not a failure. It's an opportunity to grow, to pick it back up, and uh, is it going to be easy? Never is. I haven't had it easy yet. Since, you know, anytime something like that happens in life, it, it's it's just as hard, like I said, or, or harder to, to pick those things back up, to get them back into your life. But like uh, like Prophet Hero, just a little bit of the thing, don't don't give up. Keep fighting. Dust yourself off. Like my dad used to always say, I, I remember learning to ride a motorcycle. I end up with a face full of gravel because I dumped that thing, and he looks at me and makes sure I'm okay. And, Nothing's broke. Says now get back on that motorcycle and keep riding. I'm like no, no, Dad, I don't want to do that. That sucker hurt. But you know, that's what we gotta do. We gotta when we when we skin up our knees, when we when we drop the ball, when we make mistakes. You know, there's a purpose to it. There's a, there's a, a some strength to be gained from it. There's some some wisdom and understanding to to grow from it. We gotta pick ourselves back up. And uh, no matter how many times it happens, no matter what storms come into your lives and what what gets shook loose folks i encourage you you're not alone 
I'm there too. We're going through it all the time. You got to pick yourself back up and there's no accidents. It's happening for a reason, a purpose. We may never understand till that day we stand before God, but there's a purpose for it. There's something that he needed done in that situation in your life that, that you, now is your opportunity to grow from it. Get back into the word. Try to sit back. What I do is I try to sit back and remember, okay, how did I apply this the first time? What kind of battle did I do? What kind of, you know, steps did I do in my life? What kind of alarms did I set on my phone to, to remind me and to get back into this and get back into that and, you know, force my flesh to get back into the routine and into God's word and let him let him grow me up and move me even further than I was before. Um, man, I can't wait to, <laughs> to enjoy this quarterly and uh, is hope that uh, that you guys can make it down. If you can't, you make make provision for the next one. Just make the way. Start planning now. It's not as big a, of a of an ordeal when you when you start planning ahead. So start making those steps of faith. God honor it. Get on down here and, and uh, enjoy enjoy this message. Enjoy this God of ours and what He's about to do in all of our lives. That's about uh, all I got for today. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate that. Yep. And certainly we're all going to have to make steps of faith because that's how it works. You know, you just don't get to the mountaintop without having to go through all the grinding. Right. And, you know, some days you look up there, you you fight and you fight and, and, and my golly, we're not even a third way up the mountain yet. And I'm, <laughs> I'm completely wore out. Oh my God, I can't do this. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. God's giving you the provision. You, you know, you have patience. You, 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 you begin to have the goodness. You begin to, to, to believe what God is doing in your life and, and and not believe what darkness is placed there because darkness wants you to give up. Darkness wants you to give up. And, and if darkness can get you to start, now listen, to start believing that you can't do it, you know what? You won't be able to do it. But if God, if you allow God to come in and listen to his word by his anointing, then you're going to start to believe God more than you're going to believe darkness. And then all of a sudden you're going to, yeah, I'm tired, but you know what? We're going to get this done. I may die, but I'm going to get this done. (laughs) And, you know, that's what it takes some days. Sometimes it takes that uh, bulldog tenacity. I'm going to do it. And that's what you got to do. You got to, you got to, you got to face your world and, 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 and make yourself do it. You know, it's true. I ain't going to lie to you. This ain't going to be an easy thing to do. I, if it was an easy thing to do, folks, everybody would be doing it. But it's not an easy thing to do. But let me tell you what, it is not a complicated thing to do. There's no, like, trickery in what we're doing all right there. It's all the Word of God. It's it's you being taught correctly and believing what God has for you and your life. And when you start putting that together, your life is going to change. It's going to change, and you're going to get it done. 
Well, let me tell you what. I got another brother here. He's going to uh, let let us uh, know what's in his life. It's uh, uh, Pastor Dan over here, uh, Dan Williams. And, and uh, Dan, let him know who you are and what's going on. Thank you, Prophet. It is a privilege and an honor to be here, to be in the garage, to serve this God of ours. <clears throat> I can relate to everything everyone has said because it is a battle. I, I just keep thinking, he whom the Son has set free is free indeed. But I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I failed. And instead of getting back on the bike, I ran. And then I listened to the lies of the devil. Well, if you were good enough, you'd have gotten it done already. I let those failures pound on me. I wanted to do it. I hoped for it. I read in the word that it was possible. I tried. And then I failed. And I listened to the lie because I didn't believe that I was free when I repented. I didn't believe that there was mercy at the foot of the cross. I didn't believe that God loved me, that I truly mattered. I had a brother Phil a few years back look at me and say, just kind of a side circumstance, you got some trust issues, brother. It was just a quick little joke. And I went home and I meditated on that for a year. And I realized just how little I was trusting my God. I realized that I couldn't even in my heart, oh, maybe out to everyone else I could say it, but in my heart, he wasn't my God. Prophet, you talked about David and David knew his God. He, he practiced and he learned through his failures, through the mistakes, through the successes, that it was him, God, getting it done. Place, oh, I'm not there. I got a long way to go. I got a long way to go. But I can wake up every day and I can look in the mirror. And when condemnation and inadequacy and failure bangs on my heart. I'm now strong enough to say, get out of here, because that's not me. Maybe that was. Maybe I believed the lies, but I've been set free. And that word is real. I've been set free. And folks, Come, come and see, come taste the freedom that God has for you. We've all got areas where you can be set free. The word of God is truth. We're going to have to go through. We're going to have to grow up. It's not going to be easy. Oh, I wanted it easy. Like kids, I was a child spiritually. I wanted it easy. I didn't want to have to fight for it. I thought if I failed, it meant I was a failure. And I realized I'm only a failure if I quit. 
But if I pick myself back up and keep on going, I'm not a failure. Even though the devil's trying to tell me every morning, for a long time, I'd look in the mirror. I couldn't even look myself in the eyes because I'm a failure. But now I understand. Apart from him, I can do nothing. But I'm not apart from him. I'm in his word, and I'm connected in prayer and fellowship with my God. I can give him each and every day. Lord, I'm going to live this day, and I'm going to produce as much of the fruit as I can produce. I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to trust your word. I'm going to believe you. No matter what, my world is screaming. Lies. I'm not going to believe them anymore. I'm going to trust you, Lord. And folks, loads because I know there's a world hurting. You may be hurting and you don't know how to stop it or come out of it. There's hope. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And Prophet Deckard laid it out for us. It's there. There's teachings for everything we go through. There's truth of the Word of God and for every challenge, for every struggle, for every sin. We can be set free to stand up and face the next day and go on and determine that today I'm going to take an adjustable step forward. I don't have to conquer the world today. I just have to walk what I know today. And if I fail, Kevin's right. God, I didn't fail because I'm not quitting. So what are you teaching me? What are you showing me? What is it that I need to learn? What is it I need to get out of my life? Come, folks. Come. If you're hurting, come. If you're struggling, come. There's a family here full of love, truth. There's a brotherhood and a sisterhood, a unity. I've never known that I've longed for. I didn't come from family, and many don't. I didn't understand family. I didn't understand big families, family hospitality. I didn't understand any of it. And it was it was a challenge for me to learn it, and God's shown me. But folks, we're a family. We're going to love you. We're going to hold you up, stand with you. We're going to pray with and for you. We're going to help you in any way we can because that's who God is. That's what God's shown us because, as we've been saying all day, it's the fruit. Everything comes back to the fruit. Every day I wake up, okay, which fruit applies to this problem? I know it's in there. Which one? i got to work on that. Which fruit? Oh, oh! I thought I had this, but no, there's, that's fear. It means I need to work on faith. Oh, I'm losing my peace. Oh, I need to work on, folks, the fruit. The fruit is the key. And you can do it. No matter how much you failed, repent and be forgiven and set free. Thank you, Prophet. 
Well, thank you so much. That's Dan Williams, and and uh, you can see him at the quarterly here this weekend, and and uh, and he he's definitely got a a pastor's anointing in his life. I couldn't be happier to have at least a a couple pastors around me. So <laughs> sometimes the old edge needs to be uh, uh, needs a little bit of extra help. So you know that's the thing how God has placed us all together. And uh, oh my God, here we got uh, oops, we're gonna. There I am again. Test, test, test. <clears throat> yep, good. Sorry about that, folks. I had a little technical difficulty. Uh, lost my line here, so we're back. And we're going to finish up today's show. I'm so glad to be here. We have our quarterly coming up uh, starting tonight at 7 o'clock. And tomorrow, 10 a.m., 12 noon, and also 5 p.m. tomorrow. We do have, if you're here live, we have food available for uh, lunch and breakfast, and absolutely we're expecting uh, great things, miracles from the Lord God Almighty. As you come, come expecting. And, you know, the anointing of God is going to be there. And whatever's going on in your life, God wants to heal you. God wants to set you free. God wants to encourage you. God is there. This weekend is for you that you can get stuff broken out of your life and that God can move you forward to the next thing that he's trying to get you to go through. Maybe you're struggling with uh, uh, doubt and unbelief. Maybe you're struggling uh, with uh, things of this world. Maybe you're struggling with finances. Maybe you're struggling. Let God, let the anointing begin to change that in your life. Let let God get a hold of you and, and begin to uh, to, to uh, um, minister to you, to, to let you know what he's doing in your life. So I greatly encourage you to come and and be a part of the ministry. Um, We have an awesome ministry. We're going to have Sister Donna uh, preaching and myself. I'm going to absolutely be bringing the Word of God, and you're not going to want to miss what God is going to do this weekend. Well, like I said, we're talking to our brothers here, and we're talking about all we're talking about unity. Uh, we're, We're talking about how God has mercy to be upon us, and I think that's a big one right there. Um, How many people are out there feel like that they have not been a part or maybe they weren't good enough or, or, you know, I've been there. I remember I've been there many times. I've, you know, be part of this group and, and, uh, and it's like, well, I'm just not getting it or I just can't be a part or I just don't talk very well or whatever. You know, that just reminds me of, of, uh, of good old Moses. Dear Lord, I don't talk very well. <laughs> and you want me to go back and be your mouthpiece? <clears throat> you see, the thing about it is, now listen to me, it took Moses just a little bit of time to learn how to believe. And he really struggled with that, didn't he? Things done for the Lord God Almighty. Now, he was not a perfect man, but... but uh, uh, he got a lot of great things done, and you can get a lot of great things done too. You have the ability to be able to do what God has put. See, I cannot do what's in your life. I can't do it. I, I get to be me, Prophet Mark. Okay, <clears throat> you know, I used. To, everybody thinks, well, are you going to be like Prophet Deckard? No, I'm not going to be like Prophet Deckard. I'm going to be like Prophet Mark. See? And and I'm gonna own it. 
and I am and I am set free because I don't have to be somebody else. I can be who I am, who God created me, and God wants you to know that all these expectations, like you don't feel like, but God wants you to be you. He wants you to to, to own who you are. And 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 allow God to be able to work through that and challenge you where you're at. <clears throat> Not to be somebody else, but to be the best version of who God made you to be. That's what God wants for your life. That's what God wants for your life. He wants He wants to bring back that passion, to bring back that heart. He wants, and through that, he's going to bring unity. And, and he's going to he's going to show you a, a a greater faith. And and there's going to be miracles upon miracles, and you're going to there's going to be a day where, of course, we're going to see a miracle. I wouldn't have it unless we didn't have a miracle. Come on, we're going to have a miracle. <clears throat> God's a miracle working. God, the problem is, is we got to start believing. Oh, I don't know, God. I don't know if I if I lay hands on this person, may, they might not recover. Oh Lord, I don't know if I start believing for finances. I know I'm probably going to be in the poorhouse. Oh, but I don't know. I'm getting sick. Maybe I'll get sicker because, you know, if I believe in you, I might get disappointed. God is not going to disappoint you. God is going to save you. God is going to bring bring you through. And how is he going to do that? He has to bring you through the, as Sister Don's preaching on, the, 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 the tempt- purposes of temptation God has to bring you through the tests. I'm sorry. Boo hoo! You had to go through the tests. Congratulations. So did I. <laughs> if you ever want to, just come by and we'll compare notes about what kind of tests you get to go through and what kind of tests I get to go through. I'm gonna bet money right now that mine's probably worse than yours. Okay. <laughs> No, I don't know that. Who knows? Maybe God's got stuff going on in your life. But you know what? The Word says God's not going to put any more on you than what you're able to handle now, is he? And just like uh, old Kevin over here had to say, you know, nothing happens by accident. There's all a reason for it. See, there's always a reason, and God knows that you can handle it. You know, the old saying is, is you know, uh, <clears throat> what doesn't kill you is going to make you better. <laughs> There's a little bit of truth to that, I do believe. <laughs> no, we're having a good time here in the garage, and, and uh, I don't know how many minutes we have, Sister Donna, but um, we're getting real close, and we're about ready for the announcement here. And I'm going to give it back to Sister Donna. I just encourage you all to, to, to become part of this ministry and let God begin to learn. We want to teach you. We want you to grow. We want you to not get deceived by the devil. We want you to know the truth of God's word so that you can grow and 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 and, and absolutely see God work in your life. That's what we want to do. 
Well, praise God, I'm giving it back to Sister Donna. Here we are. Thank you so much, Prophet Mark. And thank you, everyone, who contributed today. What I think you guys are preaching my sermon, so quit it. <laughs> but anyway, you be sure and come expecting God to give you a miracle and come and pull on the anointing. I want to remind all of you that with God, all things are possible, and shalom until next week.